Good morning. It is Tuesday, July 26th. Welcome to Not Gambling Advice. I'm your host, Peter Apple, and and this podcast is sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code JUSTBASEBALL when you download. That link is in our episode description to get a full match on your deposit. I will be giving you my Prize Picks selection at the end, but first, I'm breaking my own rules. Yeah, you heard me right. I'm breaking my own rules. You'll never see me bet on games including the Yankees. Almost never. A couple of times this season, but rarely will you ever see it. On the other side, you'll never see me give you a parlay. Not occasionally. I almost never give you a parlay. And this will be the first and last, most likely, time I give you a parlay. But we're going to head to the Subway Series in New York. And it's going to be one of the most watched games of the slate, probably one of the most watched games in baseball this season, so might as well have a little fun today. It's Tuesday, but let's recap yesterday real quick before we get into our MLB best bets as well as our prize pick selection. We had some free baseball yesterday, and I guess that's a good thing. We went exactly even after the Reds crushed the Marlins, and the Cubs barely squeaked out a win against our underdog pick of the Pirates. And we have a fun one today, like I said, and all eyes are going to be on Mets, Yankees on TBS at 7:10 Eastern. And the rest of the slate looks rather grim, so this is how I'm going to be playing it. Just to recap, our 2022 MLB regular season record is 141 and 122, winning at a 54% rate plus 20.44 units. It's Jordan Montgomery, a lefty for the Yankees, who's got a 3-2-4 ERA and a 1-0-5 whip, taking on Taiwan Walker, a right-handed pitcher for the Mets, who's got a 3-2-4 ERA as well, 1-0-5 whip. The first Subway Series of 2022 is here. This will be the first game of a two-game set, and all of America will have their eyes on two of the best teams in baseball going at it. This should be an action-packed game as both teams had an off day to prepare for each other in Queens, New York. Let's talk about some early line movement before we get into baseball talk. The Mets opened up as minus 115 favorites before dropping to plus 105 underdogs as more money has piled in on the Yankees. When we look at the total, the opposite happened. The total opened at 7.5 and has moved to 8 even though more money has piled in on the under. I kind of don't believe Vegas gets a clean sweep in this one. And this should be one of the most watched games of the year. I wonder what type of baseballs they'll use. Let's talk about the weather. The weather report in Queens looks beautiful. It's supposed to be 82 degrees at first pitch, but decently humid as it often is in New York. And according to ballparkpal.com, we should have 10 to 14 mile an hour winds blowing out to right center field, which calls for a 16% increase in home runs, but a 14% decrease in extra base hits. In total, the weather report calls for a slight increase in runs at 3%. Jordan Montgomery has been solid all season for the Yankees. He doesn't have problems pitching in different ballparks, and he's one of those pitchers that you normally know what you're going to get. A typical line for him is five, maybe six innings, while allowing two, maybe three earned runs. That's exactly what he's averaged in August against the Red Sox, Guardians, and Astros. Montgomery will face a Mets offense that hasn't had much success against left-handed pitching this year. In the month of July, they ranked 20th in WRC Plus with a 218, 301, 349 slash line with a 20th ranked ISO to go along with the 22nd ranked WOBA. But Montgomery features, features mostly four pitches, a sinker, a changeup, a curveball, and a four-seam fastball. While the Mets have struggled against lefties, they've performed better against lefties at home. They ranked 12th in July in WRC Plus at home against Southpaws, and they can really hit a sinker. 
when we look at run value against certain pitches on Baseball Savant, most of the Mets hitters perform extremely well against that pitch mix, not just the sinker. Outside of Francisco Lindor, the first seven hitters in the Mets lineup crush sinkers like I said. However, Francisco Lindor has performed the best against Montgomery in the past. He's 5 for 9 with a home run and a double. Montgomery pitched against the Mets twice last season, and while it was a different lineup, the, the team should come in confident knowing they put up 8 earned runs in 7 and 2 thirds innings last season. Tywin Walker is going to get the ball for the Mets, who is due for regression if you look at his advanced numbers. He's had fantastic results thus far, but his 3.61 XERA 2.98 FIP and a 3.71 XFIP tells us that he probably won't hold a 2.55 ERA for long. This will be one of his toughest tests of the season as he faces the Yankees lineup that demolishes right-handed pitching. Since July began, the Yankees ranked third in WRC Plus with a 263, 353, 473 slash line with the third best ISO and WOBA in the league. Walker has done an excellent job of keeping the ball in the park, but he may not be so lucky against a premier power offense with wind blowing out. And the Yankees are also very familiar with Walker as he's racked up 130 plate appearances against this Yankees' current roster. It's resulted in a 366 x Woba, a 249 expected batting average, and a 492 expected slugging, with an average exit velocity of 90.6 miles an hour and an average launch angle of 14 degrees. The quality of contact against Walker is very solid for the Yankees. But Walker has a 1.50 ERA at home, but it seems a bit fluky. He's faced the Marlins twice, who are just awful right now. The Phillies, which he allowed two runs. The Cardinals, he allowed three runs, but he did shut out the Astros in his best start of the year. So that 1-5 ERA he has, it's in 36 innings. I wonder how long that's going to hold. The Yankees have the bullpen advantage, but the loss of Michael King will certainly hurt, who fractured his elbow and is now out for the season. The Yankees have the second best bullpen ERA in baseball, while the Mets rank 10th. While the results have been solid, these two teams know each other's bullpen arms, and both have been a bit shaky as of late against lesser offenses. This game will be close in the end, and I can even see it going into extra innings where the over is more likely to hit. With all these different factors, I'll be playing the over and the Yankees' money line. The Mets will use Max Scherzer tomorrow against Domingo Herman, so they should win game two. I believe they'll split this series, so I'm riding with the Yankees in game one. On the flip side, the line movement combined with the weather makes me think that this game will soar over eight runs, as did all five games in the Subway Series last year. Let me repeat that. The Yankees and Mets played each other five times last year. The over hit every single time. I'm choosing to parlay them for a little extra fun. This will be the only parlay you see from me all year, but let's ride. Yankees money line at minus 125 and the over 8 runs minus 105 on BetMGM is plus 250 if you parlay them. It's one unit to win 2.5 units. If you still don't want to parlay, it's probably a good idea. So I would take them straight, one unit each, as I really do like them both. Let's get into our prize pick selection of the day, because I only have one pick for you, as I don't love the prize pick selection today, but there is one that I will be targeting. That is Jordan Luplo of the Arizona Diamondbacks against Carlos Rodon. He's performed decently well against Rodon in the past. He's around 3 for 14. But if we look at some of the advanced stats against him, they're actually a little bit better. I'm about to pull up these numbers real quick for you. 
If we look at Jordan Luplo versus Carlos Rodon in his career, he's 3-for-14 with a double and a home run, but he's had a couple of strikeouts. But of those three hits, his average exit velocity is 94.4 miles per hour, and the average launch angle is 22.9 degrees. That screams extra base hits for me. And you might expect, because Jordan Luplo has really performed well against lefties this year, that he'd probably have a one and a half total bases. But no, 0.5 bases. All we need is a hit from Jordan Luplo today. And I know that it's Carlos Rodon, but Carlos Rodon also isn't perfect and also is a little bit worse on the road and the Diamondbacks have seen him before. I'm willing to bet that Jordan Luplo gets at least one hit in this game against a lefty that he's seen before and the quality of contact has been solid. If we look at that line on other books, we're looking at a minus 130 line for over over half a hit. If we just look at total hits, that line is also juiced towards the over. I really like Jordan Luplo today. I also... I'm looking at Francisco Lindor on books for over one and a half bases as well. But the problem is he just has a fantasy score, which is at seven, which I do like. But six and a half is a very key number. So uh, that would be a lean for me. But more than likely, I'm just going to be playing Jordan Luplo. And I will have a Twitter space kicking off. I'm not exactly sure of the time yet, but make sure you follow me on Twitter. That is in our episode link description as well. As well as download prize picks if you want to play along. Get some free money. If you use our code JUSTBASEBALL, you get a full match on your deposit while playing on prize picks. And at the end of the day, none of this was gambling advice.